Here we go in three, two, one. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Sports Medicine Broadcast, a podcast to promote and improve your practice as an athletic trainer. Live from SWATA 2023, we're talking with a very well-known athletic trainer in Buzz Chisholm. We're just going with story time, so we're going to go story time with Buzz. Story time with Buzz, sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash story time with Buzz, and that's B-U-Z-Z. Buzz, welcome to the Sports Medicine Broadcast. I appreciate you. Yeah. How many years have you been coming to SWATA? Uh, I will say 38 years consistent, 30. either as a vendor or as a member. All right. So when did you first get introduced to athletic training? Uh, I'll tell you what, true story is I was in high school. My parents moved from Uvalde, Texas to Brownfield, Texas. Brownfield's 30 miles southwest of Lubbock. Uh, I'm trying to play football, and I'm in on a tackle and break my collarbone. I can't play, and so I'm I'm basically a gopher for the football coaches. I'm helping them do odds and ends and laundry and whatever equipment. Uh, one day the door opens, and a little guy walks in, and he's showing our coaches uh, athletic training products. He's showing them how to wrap and how to tape various things, ankles and things like that. And I'm like, I could do that. It's something I could do. Anyway, his name was Sam Aguilera, and he worked for Alert Services. And so that was – and that's – and I got to helping the coaches. Next thing I know, our coaches sent me to a Kramer clinic at SMU. I go to Odessa College, and, and then I go to southwestern Louisiana and meet some great people along the way. And I just happened to – I started working summer training camp with the Houston Oilers in San Angelo, and it's kind of evolved from there. And I met so many great people, and I could tell millions of stories about some of the places I've been. It's, it's been a, a great deal. So, all right. So, my former coworker Bill Hale, his similar his story was similar. Did you know Bill? Yes. Yeah, and so he he was always you know like, well, the coaches needed me to do this, and you know I didn't. I was too small to play football, and so then they sent me to this workshop, and I pretty much became the athletic trainer as a you know a freshman yeah. in high school, that kind of thing. So, all right. Yeah, high school we did not have an athletic trainer on staff at the time in Brownfield, and so they had a little little old room with, and so that was kind of turned in my hangout, and that's how it got involved. So, all right. So if there was one uh, person that you were kind of like shell shocked or or starstruck in the athletic training profession, who do you think that might be? Uh, probably Earl Campbell. Uh, this is a true story. I, uh, during training camp in San Angelo, we had a guy named Joel Kruckelberg, great guy. He was assistant athletic trainer. At that time, I was a summer camp intern. Uh, anyway, he had to go run an errand and go get some medicine for a coach. So he had to take off, and this coach needed medicine, you know, that day. Uh, so who walks in the training room at Earl Campbell? I said, you need to get taped. And he goes, kind of looks at me. He goes, you know how to tape? I said, yeah, I can tape. So he jumps up on the table. I tape him, and he gets off. And, you know, he's easy to tape because he has big big ankles. <laughs> anyway, he gets through, and I said, uh, what do you think? He, goes, he looks down and goes, that's probably the worst tape job I ever had, and walks out. And so, of course, I'm, I'm out at practice trying to contemplate what I'm going to do next in life. And, <laughs> And uh, so after practice, we get through, and I, I'm still, you know, got my head 
turned down, and we have a meeting. We're going to go to a preseason game in uh, Canton, Ohio, and uh, we're kind of having a meeting and talk about what we're going to do. And then Joe walks in. He goes, hey, uh, who taped Earl? And I said, I, I did. He goes, did he tell you his worst tape job you ever had? I'm like, how would you know? He goes, he tells me that every day. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so did you get to tape him again? No, I didn't. Uh, but he was – he was very picky, so I was kind of like, wow, you got to tape Earl. It was like even the, the, the full-time people were like, really? He let you? Yeah. So, but, and actually, I covered running backs during the uh, – that was my group I covered during practice, and I'd have to go out to his van and get a, a can of Copenhagen – or no, a can of Skull. He had a van, had Skull Brother on it that they gave him, and so I had to go get Skull out of the – for him. For, so I carried it in my back pocket. It looked like a roll of tape, but it's – it's for him, so. So that's one guy that, I mean, you can't. If you, if you look at football highlights, Earl Campbell has got to be one of the greatest uh-huh. running backs. Like him and Barry Sanders, yep. are you know just iconic. And Earl Campbell, you, the most iconic one is him like breaking through the line and then the the jersey being ripped off his back and oh, him yeah. just still running. That's one thing I didn't get. Uh, all the other people, at one point they had the tearaway jerseys, and right after that they. Did away, made those, and so I didn't get a tearaway jersey. But everybody else that, uh, not everybody, but a lot of people got those because the equipment guy was such a great guy. He would just hear, hear, hear. And I went in there and he, I said, You got any of those left? Because ah, I just gave one to the GM. I'm like, Okay, I guess he can have one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tell me some other stories, some of the cool people, some of the fun stories um, that you have as an athletic trainer. Well, uh, I got in uh, my college athletic trainer named Roy Don Wilson. He calls me one day. He goes, hey, what are you doing? He had moved to Houston. He goes, won't you come down and help me do this rodeo, uh, Houston rodeo in the Astrodome. And so I hadn't been around a rodeo a whole lot, but that was several years ago. So now I'm involved. I work with a group called Justin Sports Medicine. I do a lot of the, several rodeos with them. And there's uh, Truman Spoon Sports Medicine. I've done some either ranch rodeos or bull rides. And so meeting some of the the good, uh, you know, some of the very good bull riders and rodeo guys and girls, it's been fun. And you get to know those, the bullfighters. And it, it's it's like, you know those guys? I'm like, yeah. Kind of like the football players I had at Texas Tech. You know, like Graham Harrell? I'm like, yeah. What do you think of him? Oh, he's just a goofy football player. You know, well, Walsh. Uh, Wes Welker, oh yeah, I know Wes well, and you know, so some of the players, you know, everybody's like, oh my gosh, you know those guys? I'm like, yeah, they were just goofy football players around them, and 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 you see those guys, and uh, it's you know, it's like no big deal. Uh, you know, people ask me if I ever got autographs. I'm like, no, I'm around those people all the time. I was working at Texas Tech, and a guy called me, a friend of mine said. Would you go get an autograph from Spike Dykes, who was our head football coach? And his son, his name is Sonny Dykes, who's head coach at TCU, who's a good friend of mine too. But So I go up there and I get Spike Dykes to sign this poster. Uh, and I said, hey, Spike, you don't mind. Would you sign one for me? You know, I, He goes, heck no. And so that was the year he retired, and that's one of my prized possessions, uh, one of Spike's autographs. But some of the players, uh, it's – I could tell a hundred stories about some of these players that so one day we're at football practice and this guy comes up and goes, Hey, uh, who do I talk about walking on 
play football. And I said, well, I pointed out, see that guy over there? That's a guy named Mike Leach. And I said, what's your name? I said, where are you from? He goes, Mule Shoe. His name is Lincoln Riley, who's now the head coach at USC. And so, and I'm like, you know Lincoln Riley? Yeah. He's just a, he's an ex-football player turned into a coach. So, he's done pretty well for himself. Yeah. Yeah. But. All right. So, um, talking about athletic training, you said uh, way back you started the Kramer Workshop. Where was your first job as an athletic trainer? Uh Actually, I was at Seminole High School. I'm a good friend of mine that I went to college with called me. He goes, hey, there's an opening at Seminole, which is about an hour southwest of Lubbock. Uh, we have an opening for a position. So I go there for two years. The same coach moves to McCamey, and we're, we're best friends, and I was best man in his wedding and vice versa. So I go to McCamey. I'm at McCamey High School. McCamey is south of Odessa. And there's two lights and one's blinking. It's a little town. Good people. So I get a call and uh, one day and they go, hey, uh, from Jerry Mines, who's a head athletic trainer with the Houston Oilers, he goes, hey, Joel left to go back home. I want you to come be my assistant. So I moved from McCamey, Texas, again, two lights, one's blinking, to Houston. So I spent most of my time lost when I first got down there, but it's uh, quite the contrast. And so I was... I met, you know, like I said, it's been it's been fun ever since. So, all right. So, take us back to Seminole High School. Paint the picture. What does your day as an athletic trainer look like? What does your athletic training facility yeah. look like? Uh, it's a small training room. It's Seminole. It was at the they had one at the you know they had great facility. Seminole is like a lot of oil field money and good facilities. Uh, actually, in the morning, uh, I taught two classes of driver's ed. I taught a classroom. Then the basketball coach, his name's Buck Caffey, he taught driver's ed also in the, in the afternoon. And so what it is, uh, in the morning, I would have those kids in class, and we'd talk about driver's ed. We'd show them videos and movies. In the afternoon, I would take kids out of his class to drive, drive around our cars, and he would do the same, and we'd switch off. And, uh, and we... <laughs> We we had a pretty good time teaching drivers ed, and then when in then in the afternoon it was uh, after got out of class, go out to the field house and you know go through the deal and take care of the football players. So then our, then we moved the gym very good in basketball, and this was a small school. It was had a lot of sports. Had we had a great gymnastics program, and we had a big pool with diving boards. And I'm like, wow, we have swimming. Well, kind of. We have gymnastics. Yeah, a few kids. So. I, it was a it was a unique mix, and so uh, having to deal with a lot of the kids, it was fun. I enjoyed it. So, so were you ever teacher certified? Yes, yeah, I was. So I went to school in Louisiana. I went to University of Southwest Louisiana. So uh, I got a call. I had to take the Texas the national te- teacher exam, which is so I had to go to like Baton Rouge and take a. A test and had to go to another place. I got to Texas. I had to take the TCAT at the time, so I was actually teacher certified. Uh, but you know, I taught driver's ed. Then when I went to South Plains College, when it became me, I didn't teach anything. It was a small school. I just uh, we had one kid, a coach's kid had cerebral palsy, and if the other kids in the PE class couldn't do what he's what they did, 
I would stretch him, but most times they would play kickball and let him score or do stuff like that. It was fun, but so as far as teaching, I did. Then I went to South Plains College. I taught first aid, and uh, uh, that was kind of my deal. And I had a class at Reese Air Force Base, and I taught. It was a bunch of firemen and nurses, and I was the youngest youngest one in the class, and I taught first aid, CPR, things like that. So, all right. So thinking about the students that you've impacted, the athletic trainers you've mentored, groomed, what do you feel like? Um, just tell me, tell me about some of those and some of the relationships. You know, obviously Val, the president of SWATA, yeah. uh, was you know one of your yeah. your students and your mentees, uh, and she's obviously greatly impacting the profession of athletic training here There's in our Anna, our area and on David the nation. David Trailer. So tell me about one or two of those that have really positively impacted your life. Well, I, Valerie for sure, because I still talk to her as far as uh, relationships with the with not only the Big Twelve but also uh, she her work with the SWATA NATA, and she's been a great you know she's so easy to talk to and she's such a positive person. Uh, but I have a lot of David Trailers one. Uh, he's he's big with the SWATA. He's on the uh, they're a Hall of Honor. Uh, I mean, it's, there's. There's countless kids that have gone on, to, and and they've called me for advice every once in a while. Most of them have gone above beyond what I could do. I have the two at South Lake Carroll High School, great kids. Uh, so it's kind of neat to go by and see them, you know, running the ship now. But then I have some that are just moved on to a professional level, things like that. So pro football, pro baseball. So it's it's fun to see those guys. And then, uh, as, as my role is uh, doing rodeos, also to see some of those people, also it's fun. So. All right, so you've received some honors and awards, and I think last night you received the TSA TA Hall of Fame. Um, out of out of the awards and honors, what do you think is the, the one that most personally impacts you, or like you know, every time you think about it, it brings a smile to your face? Well, definitely the the award I got yesterday, the TSA TA Hall of Honor. Uh, you know, my wife said, you know, she thought I'd have to die before I got that award. And so being being the role as not only an athletic trainer, but also working with uh, alert services, it's, you know, I, I feel happy every day. And and uh, I've had so many people come up and, you know, hey, congratulations and thank you what, for what you do, which is, you know, has blown me away. You know, people I've known as customers I've known, people – so it's been it's been a great great deal, and um, I got to see my brother came down from Kansas, my sister and brother-in-law, my niece and nephew were all here, and we had a dinner the other night, and it was so cool to see those because we don't you know everybody's got their their niche in life where they're doing this doing that. My brother lives in outside of uh, Kansas City. I rarely get to see him, so you know he made the effort to come down here, which was very appreciated, and so I was. I was blown away by how this is, has gone as far as this award. <clears throat> All right, so just a kind of like personal story. Whenever you were a kid, like, you know, everybody thinks about firemen or I'm going to be a pilot, those kind of yeah. things. What did you dream about being as a little kid? Uh, you know what? I, I thought about being uh, – my dad was a pharmacist. My brother was a pharmacist. Then he went to medical school. Then there's me. So I actually thought about going to pharmacy school. 
kind of following the, the team deal. Uh, but then I got, you know, my brother was in the band, my sister was in the band. So we started doing kind of, I started doing the kind of, got involved in sports a little more than band or anything else. I, never, I was never a band guy. And uh, so it's, it's been good. Hey, do you have any, any single memories from your athletic training career that stand out as a defining moment? So for me, you know, we performed CPR and student athlete that ended up dying. Um, that's, that's a moment that I'm going to, you know, relive over and over again. You know, I have a, a shirt that kind of like a tombstone, you know, like as is, I guess a memorial, not a tombstone, yeah. uh, you know, that, that hangs up on the wall just as a reminder, of, you know, take those moments captive. And, yeah. you know, I have five kids, so I got to remember that kid planned to go home that day. So it could be the yeah. same thing with my Anything that, that really sticks out as a, this is a moment that I will uh, always remember. I guess, you know, one of those, like, we're playing, I was with Houston Orders, we're playing in Kansas City, and uh, one of our linebackers went down and go out there. It's like, it's one of those, like, this is real. So I go up to him, and he goes, I can't get up. And I'm on one side, and so I got my pair of scissors, and I'm kind of poking him. I said, you feel that? On the other side is our, one of our team physicians. He's doing the same. And so we get him on a backboard. And uh, anyway, it was like one of those and great guy. And he was a buddy of mine. Now, you know, I, I guess we're supposed to draw that line between player. but And I saw him down and, you know, I, it was like – so we, anyway, that was his last game to ever play. And uh, because uh, – he got real medically uh you know he played all those years from little little pop warner to high school he played north carolina state then he came to the houston oilers and he was all rookie linebacker great guy and he he was great to talk to and all of a sudden like oh my gosh this is real and so uh i i you know i was there on his side when all that happened it was it killed me you know but it's one of those things, kind of an eye opener. And I had to, so uh, we X-rayed him, and he calmed down. We hit him in a cervical collar, and so he was standing up. And so we're in Kansas City, and we had a deal where we're, the X-ray at the, at the at Arrowhead Stadium wasn't that good at that time. Uh, so we end up going to a hospital in Kansas City to get X-ray. We get through there, and we're going to the airport. And all I've got on me is my scissors, shorts, all the things I had on the sidelines. I don't have a nickel on me because my billfold, everything was, they just packed my bag up and threw it on the, the plane. So I get to the airport. I have nothing. Of course, that's four cell phones. So I told this cab driver, I said, hey, if I don't come back, you could have him. But I, so I ran through the airport and I get up there and I said, hey, I need some money. And so our trip guy that was scheduled our trips gave me some money i go back <laughs> and pay the cab driver and so the guy our player sitting there looking at me like what are we doing so he's he he was coaching in the nfl for a while and now he's i'm sure he's doing something else but that was uh one of those deals and i've i've had players that we've had other players when i was at texas tech that you know what uh, you know we got to call the ambulance we had a you know dislocated a hip or something like that it's like Wow, this is, you know, the real deal, so. 
Fantastic. All right, Buzz, I know that you got lots of people want to want to shake your hand and everything out there. I appreciate you joining me here on the Sports Medicine Broadcast when we're live at SWATA 2023. Uh, I know they've kind of invited me to the one in Arkansas next year, 2024. Yep. So maybe we can kind of continue, tell some different stories oh, and yeah. things like that. But, you know, it's a pleasure getting to know you and hear a little bit more of your story. So this would be sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash storytime with Buzz. Again, sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash storytime with Buzz. If there's a best way for somebody to get a hold of you, what's going to be that? Uh, he, you know, Mark Chisholm at alertservices.com is the easiest way as far as my – it's Mark, M-A-R-K-C-H-I-S-U-M, at alertservices.com is my email, and uh, I'm easy to find. There you go. Or Google him, Google him and go from there. You, you could probably find him. So uh, Mark Chisholm, alert, and you can figure it out that way if you can't remember right. the email. So, again, live is SWAT of 2023. Thanks. Sean Reedy, San Antonio, Bethpage Consulting for helping get us here, make this happen, so we can hear stories from great athletic trainers like Buzz or Mark Buzz Chisholm. And that is a wrap.